the college experience conference tournament preview part two on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by mybookie.ag. Mybookie is the place you want to bet to get on all the college basketball and NBA action. Use the promo code SGP to receive up to a thousand dollars in bonus bets. That's promo code SGP. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is your home for college basketball futures. You don't have to go to Vegas to buy Vegas bets. PropSwap is available in many states where there is no sports betting. Use the promo code SGP and you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com backslash SGP. That's aceperhead.com backslash SGP. We're also brought to you by Roman. If you're struggling with ED, don't want to wait to get treatment, get effective ED prescriptions without having to visit a doctor. Go to getroman.com backslash SGP for a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's getroman.com backslash SGP. We're also brought to you by Bespoke. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code SGP at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code SGP, for 20% off your first box. Yes, yes, yes. Woo-wee. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience. My name is Colby Swingin' Danterbase Dan, aka Pick Dundee in the motherfucker. How you doing? How you doing out there? And my co host. Well, he's, he's a legend. He's a legend in his own mind. <laughs> Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, a wailing and dealing. Former, former James Madison defensive back, current douchebag. Give it up for Patty C in the place to be. Hi, <laughs> yes. Oh, Mud giving us a little little whimper there. Always, man. He's become part of the show. It's a staple. Buddy, there's not a better time in the sports year, in my opinion. I get really psyched for August. Yeah. College football Week starting. College football is yeah. a special time. But this is the cake this whole month. It's a month like long. Go of, back of, to of week, week one of college football. Yeah, go back to week one of college football, and you'll hear us uh, talking. <laughs> saying and, the same thing. And Colby <laughs> saying that... Uh, he prefers March Madness to even week one of college football. It's well, it's, look, it's the whole month. And if you cover it, this is Christmas for Colby. Yeah. I encourage all to try to cover it or not even cover it. It just watch throughout the year. And then when this month comes every, if you pay, if you're paying attention to all these conferences, it is like just heaven every day. They're just great games every single day yeah. for a month straight. The madness, a little bit over a month. It's almost like five weeks Yeah, of just bliss. 
Beautiful. And look, I don't know if I relate to some of our fans out there. I, I imagine most of our fans are pretty hardcore college sports fans. Um, like I've told you guys from the beginning, I've been a hardcore college football fan for my whole life and a casual college basketball fan for most of my life. Always paid attention to it, but the NBA was more of my flavor, you know, and since coming on the podcast, I've prioritized it. And then in the same way that I kind of flipped from the NFL to uh, college football about 20 years ago, yeah. really what you do is first thing that has to happen is you acknowledge the product is a little better, at least in the regular season, you acknowledge the product is better and you want to watch it more. And then as you become more familiar with the players, at least in the regular season, right. I think the college then, basketball postseason is the best we have in all of sports. It's great. It's great. But as you become more familiar with the players and the parts, uh, the coaches, et cetera, et cetera, the fan bases, then it, it really does become interesting throughout. And and this is the part of process part of the process right now that is really starting to grow on me is these smaller conference tournament games where you start to see, yeah. you know, teams emerging and you know, my, my real beef with it, not and push back on me here, Colby, if you want very, has a small conference team ever won the national tournament. And, and in that sense, is there any true relevance to these games? UNLV was in the big West. They were not in the mountain West. Then they were in the big West. Yeah. And they almost won it twice in a row. Yeah. So to answer your there question, you go. yes. All right. So these games matter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now uh, sure that some of those guys were big time recruits, but Tarkany is kind of like what Gonzaga was doing. Yeah. Gonzaga's in a small conference. They've it's been big, to the national big, championship. Yeah, shark in a small pond. Yeah. Gonzaga is exactly what UNLV was in the nineties or late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. So uh, yes, so, that, that would be yes. Okay. That's, that's a good answer. And you've had plenty come pretty damn close. Yeah. Butler was about an inch away. Yeah. Uh, banked in three. Yeah. Um, like I said, Gonzaga and North Carolina went down to the wire in, in the national championship uh, this year. I mean, you wouldn't always surprise me your... if Dayton goes to the national championship, right? Your VCUs, your George Mason's final four Loyola. When you get to the final four, it's no longer like cheap Cinderella story. It's like they beat like the George Mason beat reigning like... three national yeah, champions. Yeah, their run was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, and one VCU was the field of 68. They had an extra round. They had to win. Right. Right. <laughs> so it's so, fun. Yeah. It's fun when you start watching these games and you understand that, Hey, any one of these teams has a chance. Certainly some teams far more than others, but yeah. you know, uh, you got to start paying attention now. Dude, I mean this, uh, I, it's just, it's the best time to be alive. <laughs> Other months of the year. I can really start to hate the planet. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Where it's like this, what this month, like, dude, I was watching these games this week and this week and every night I'm just every day. I'm just tuning in. I'm like, Oh my God, I got this going. This is great. Oh my God. I got multiple screens going. I'm like, this is fucking great. No one bother me. No one fucking bother me. I mean, that's, that's the most fun part about this time of year. And especially obviously first two rounds of the tournament, first round of the tournament when it's every 15 minutes. Yeah. You're watching a game go down to the wire with like the most dramatic implications possible. So um, we're all familiar with that, but this right now is where it's starting to be. Okay. Like you compare this or even the end of the regular season, which I guess this has been, um, to like the NBA at this point, like yeah, NBA regular season Colby. Now I'm going to say I was watching a little bit of Clippers Lakers today. I saw a tiny bit and I, I thought it was horrible. Yeah. Well, the lack of variety in the NBA game 
You're just seeing the teams go down the court and do the same thing against each other the whole time. Well, and also like, there's no the crowd. There's no crowd. It's just a corporate feel. Like, I mean, I've gone over this a million times, yeah. but I mean, like, they, there's just it's just uh, there was a perfect opportunity. It was I saw um, who's the big man on the Clippers? Harold. No, it was the the their backup or something. Uh, but I saw just lackadaisical effort. Yeah. In that game, uh, my point yeah. is uh, a guy drove the lane. Uh, I think it was Morris. Ah, well, and he did not, he did not, but I'm saying is that, I mean, you watch that and you're like, how am I supposed to get on board with this? Like, I I don't, I really don't think that would happen in college. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, basically just drove right down the lane would be on the pine. No help defense. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, um, but that's the NBA. We saw it with, uh, Andre Iguodala. Yeah. You're not, I'm a, I'm a, I, I was a big fan of Andre Iguodala. Yeah. He gets traded to the Memphis Grizzlies in the offseason, who actually are in, currently in the playoffs, from what I understand. The eighth seed, I think. Yeah. Um, but then he refuses to play for them. <laughs> he And his contract's guaranteed. His contract's guaranteed. So he has, uh, all the, the nuts. Then they don't court. want to lose value for him, so they trade him to Miami, and he gets an extra $30 million. <laughs> yeah, and he's still probably going to... That's ridiculous. ...slough off I of can't get in. I can't, I can't get on board. Can't get on board. Yeah. I, I, see, because to me, like, dude, at one point, I love the NBA. Yeah. At one point I did. And so it's not like I'm sitting here with like, oh, well, I've always hated the NBA. Yeah. No, I once appreciated the product. Right. We saw Alonzo Morning post about this. Let me, let me, let me ask you this because I feel like you might be selling yourself that college sports is the only thing to watch and, and actively hating professional sports. I don't, I I see, because I think you think I hate the NFL. Right. I don't, I think you hit the NFL more than me. Maybe. Yeah. So I think it's just the NBA. I think it's just entertainment value. There's not enough good teams in the NBA. There's not enough good fan bases in the NBA. It's just, well, the NFL to me has for some reason just lost my interest. You know, I think really what it has become is like, I've I'm 20 years now into like diving into college football all the way. And really like, 20 years ago, I realized that college football was more entertaining to me than the NFL. And each year that gap gets bigger and bigger to like, and I think that you probably started that path on college basketball and college uh, and the NBA long ago as well. But you seem to hate the NBA. Well, because a lot of reasons where the NFL, I dislike the hitting. I do hate the NBA now. I mean, whether it's the China thing, whether it's the NBA draft lottery for all those years, yeah. David Stern's thing. You know, I, I there's a lot to hate. There. There's a, a plenty to hate from, from, I mean, that, that Kings Lakers finals or Western conference finals where it's like 50 calls to five. Yeah. So, I mean, they've earned that over time. It was getting worse to me, but then, but then it, it like it, when the super team started happening and when like, just really that there's no depth in this league. That's true. And it just doesn't make it appealing. Yeah. You, you mentioned to me, uh, I want to say last week, that, you know, the NBA, we could talk about XFL being a true minor league to the NFL. And there's enough parody in the NFL that in most years, most teams would have a chance, you know? Yeah. But in the, even if the Patriots dynasty has ended up becoming far more prevalent and uh, more of a thing than ever should have happened in the NFL. And I think that's the NFL trying to be the NBA, but still the parody of the NFL makes the product more interesting. Uh, to where a, a minor league is kind of a necessity where you mentioned in the NBA, a minor league isn't necessary because there's probably only 
They need to delete like 14 teams. I've said this for a while. I wrote an article like five years ago for sports gambling podcast.com saying that, you know, the NBA's product is watered down. It's yeah. very watered down. Um, and also like, to me, it's really, it's everything though. It's like fan base is superstar calls. Like, I mean, we, how much times do you watch James Harden or, or LeBron James travel? Yeah. It's almost every, every fucking move. You know what I mean? It's like, you were like, okay. You right. know, there was a time when I tolerated this a little bit. Not really. Like it, it disgusted me. It back bothered in- me even then. Dude, I was rooting for the Knicks and I would see Ewing travel and I go, that's just retarded. Yeah. How can he do that? And if like, if that was Luke Longley, they would, they would call that every single time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 And that's you being a fan of the Knicks. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. So. Yeah. And so that's, that's kind of where the college football has left the, uh, NFL and the dust. And it's not that I hate the NFL. I think that there's an act like just a complete disinterest in the NFL as it relates. See, I I still watch a lot of NFL, NFL playoffs. I like, you know, and I'll, and I'll look, I'll watch it. But if, if NFL is on during this on a Sunday, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. I'll put it on TV. You know, I'll catch what's going on, but I got my fix on Saturday, you know? Yeah. I mean, see, I still watch, I think I watch more NFL than you probably. Um, I've started losing track of like who's on what team in the NFL a little bit where, where NBA, I just have zero. I try to watch it sometimes. Yeah. I tried to watch a Lakers Celtics game like two weeks ago or three weeks ago. Yeah. I found it highly unentertaining. Like I would, ra- I, I, I would rather watch an MLS game. Well, when you stop regular season, NBA, when now, you stop NBA believing playoffs, in the league, yeah. when you stop believing that the co- competitive nature the, the regular season matters from a competitive standpoint. And, and I've, and I have stopped believing that with the NBA. I think most years it's going to come down to three or four teams. You, you know who they are at the beginning of the season. So there's no point in watching anything else back, back yeah, in like no, the 90s no point in watching eight months of nonsense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, yeah. Back in the nineties, you, uh, even though the bulls were always coming out of it, yeah. there was chance. I would yeah. watch the Washington bullets. And when they got yeah. the eight seed, I was like, Holy Dude, shit. I would like, watch. Yeah, exactly. I would watch shitty teams yeah. and, and thinking, you know, but now it's just, man. Yeah. Like it, it, who, like you're saying Memphis is in the playoffs now. Yeah. There's zero chance. There's zero chance that they, a could compete against the super team B that the NBA would, yeah. you know, allow that to happen. We give them the calls to get in a position to like compete, let, let, get in the second round. Like, no, that, but that's why another thing is like, as it's the product has gotten worse, they've still stuck to this. Hey, 16 teams make the playoffs. So it almost devalues the playoffs. Well, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, the, like, wh- like having more than 50% of your teams in the, playoffs. and they stretch it from five to seven games, which is like, okay. And they don't play every other night like they used to. Yeah. So now it gets stretched. Now I thought like last year's Eastern conference finals were, were decently fun. Western conference finals, decently fun. Yeah. When you get deep, when you yeah. get, finally get down the to final the final four, you're yeah. like, okay, the teams that actually yeah. might have a chance to win it, Yeah. you know, and you don't know. I don't think the, like last year, Raptors warriors was interesting because the, the injuries happened and you didn't know what story was better for the NBA to like promote. Maybe the Warriors thing was getting a little worn out for them. Maybe they wanted to continue that dynasty. You know, maybe Kawhi on the Raptors. But it proved my point that when it was all said and done, that the Raptors shouldn't be a franchise because Kawhi Leonard left at the first opportunity <laughs> they got. They could have offered him more money in Toronto. He would have been a legend. He just won a championship. He could have been like the Mickey Mantle of oh, fucking Canada. Yeah. And he says, no, I'm out. Yeah. There's, and they're still good this year. It wasn't good. like they're going to completely they, well, fall apart. Well, they have a great apart. front office. Yeah. But they don't like, in my opinion, they're just not. They weren't a long-term contender in the NBA's eyes. 
And so Kawhi knew that. And wait till what's Just his... like Kawhi saw the saw the fucking writing on the wall with the Spurs that he was always going to be the NBA's like uh, you know, Tim Duncan, David Robinson, Mr. Good Boy, and that was like the only guy you can be in yeah. San Antonio. He didn't want to be that, so he fucking left and he didn't want to be like the guy who's, you know, essentially have LeBron James's career while he's in Cleveland and you know, battle and get close every year and then lose the fucking championship. Cause no one wants to see Toronto win it every year. Just like no one wants to see Cleveland win it every year. That shit happens in the NBA less so in the NFL. And so I respect the NFL for that, but all that to say is shit like that, that. That's not a factor in college sports. The best team wins. Now it's that kind of sucks for a different reason in college. Uh, it's cause the best teams have the best players all the time, but you don't sense that there's like cheating from a systematic standpoint on behalf of certain teams. Yeah. Even uh, though Kansas paid and LSU put paid their players. Well, <laughs> it's some, uh, probably some other big teams, but that's true. Yeah. As long as the NCAA, but yeah, they don't. So there it's not perfect. It's not perfect. Nothing is, but I'll say this watching a game. Like I watched the other night. Uh, no, granted this was a technically a playoff game because whether it was Wofford tonight because it's uh, you eliminate and you're you're not making the postseason. But even a regular season game, I watched what Western Kentucky, Louisiana Tech two weeks ago, and went to double overtime. And I was sitting there, sitting there saying like, this is better than any NBA game I've seen in like a decade. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I would take that ten out of ten times over. That's just me. Feel free to feel free, whatever, for, or whatever you want to think, Patty C. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, well, I'm getting into it. I like, uh, like I've been on. UVA for probably like I started, I followed them in the nineties, you know, and they yeah. sucked and like, I kind of lost a little interest in college basketball. Cause I had no dog in the fight and I wasn't just going to jump on some random bandwagon. So I just watched like the top teams kind of always advance. And and then when you see a Butler or a George Mason advance, obviously start paying attention to that shit. But as far as deep diving into it, I hadn't done that for a long time. Um, UVA got Tony Bennett. I started deep diving and I've been following them for long enough. Now, now I know pretty much every player on their team and like can have a, nuanced opinion of what they're doing as a team. And I'm starting to like branch out from there. That's, that's the rock on which I'm building my knowledge of college basketball and it's growing and it's fun. And And, uh, and next up is JMU. Well, (laughs) that might take a hundred years. Dude, but this weekend was absolutely fantastic. Uh, Pretty much like playoff games all around the sport, whether it was either conference tournaments from the small schools or, I mean, you saw a team like Washington, sweep the state of Arizona, go into Tempe, which is hard to do this year. A lot of teams have lost in Tempe. Then they went into Tucson and won. And Washington is one of the, the teams that is one of the less, one of the worst ranked teams in the PAC 12. So uh, that was shocking to me. Um, that stood out. Then Those were, uh, uh, Saturday's games. No, that was uh Thursday. We recorded on Wednesday. So I'm going Thursday, Friday, okay. Saturday. Um, what else happened on Thursday? Thursday was the lightest of the days. Friday is when it got Friday to start things off. Northern Iowa, the, the one seed in the Missouri Valley, it loses to Drake. Never lost before to a, I think it was a nine seed, Missouri Valley. Um, but Drake also won twenty games. So people that want to talk shit about that, it's like that's a not a horrible loss. I did see you uh, bickering on uh, Twitter about that with someone. Well, that was great because this dude, like you know, he always he's he's like you think Northern. Iowa should be in. And I said, well, I don't necessarily say they should be in, but I think so. Like yeah. I've watched them all year. I think they're a tournament caliber team. Yeah. And then he was like, no, if they can't win their own conference in the Missouri Valley, well, first off, I, and I, I don't know this, this gentleman's, uh, handle. Or... I, well, I, I think I could find it if I wanted to, but that takes some effort right now. But 
I don't know how much he knows college basketball. Yeah. Um, I, cause I think you ask most coaches, they'll tell you the Missouri Valley is the, one of the biggest secrets in college. It's always undervalued. Yeah. But, uh, he, I know he takes a, 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 an approach from like the power conferences. So I was like, well, dude, tell me this, riddle me this on the, uh, Evansville being the last ranked team in the Missouri Valley, yeah. right? They didn't get one win in the Missouri Valley conference. Yeah. But they beat the top team in the sec right. on their home court. Yeah. yeah. That was, that was a game game over uh, yeah. argument. right? Yeah. There. So it's like, you want to devalue this. This conference is really good. Bradley's made the tournament. Bradley almost beat Michigan state last year. That came down to the final minute of the game. Yeah. And I expect them to do the same. Now, I don't know. I think they're a, t- a tad bit worse on offense than yeah, a year ago. Okay. Year ago they had this this uh, wingman from England. I can't remember his name right now, but he was pretty he was pretty good. Um, but either Valpo way, Valpo obviously has had some deep runs. Yeah, dude. The, no, I mean this conference. People forget the Missouri Valley was home to Creighton, was home to uh, uh. I mean, not that long ago, I think Tulsa was in the thing. I mean, a lot of schools have have came through. I'm forgetting. I mean, the, Wichita was, State. Wichita State was was in the Missouri Valley when they went deep. Yeah. This is didn't this, Loyola Chicago just fucking, yeah Loyola was in the Final Four yeah. three years ago or this will be yeah two years ago whatever you want to say yeah um Indiana State Larry Bird I'll go back to the seventies <laughs> there you go no, Illinois State's had some success I mean uh, no this team this this is a conference with a couple of teams just look in at any the win given totals. year they might jump up and bite you always a good conference though basketball wise yeah you can tell that normally by how they perform out of conference. Yeah. Overall, this conference, uh, what is it? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams. Uh, eight of the ten teams over five hundred overall. Nine of the ten with winning records. You know, or nine. It's a good the, conference. Man. Or seven of the ten, I should say, with winning. Records. Yeah, it's a good conference. So, but I mean, uh, I had a horrible week picking locks this week. This weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Evansville. What is it? Nine and. Five out of conference, oh, and 18 in conference. Yeah. That should tell you whether the quality of the conference. Exactly. And they went at Kentucky. Yeah, there you go. Um, but no, but my locks horrible this weekend, Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. It got fucking destroyed. Don't even talk to me. Um, but if you're wondering, damn, this dude sucks. I did have some great plays. You did. I had Bradley at plus 700 to win the Missouri Valley. Boom. How'd that uh, work out? Bradley won the Missouri Valley conference. There it is. I had Utah state. I think it was plus, I don't remember. I think it was maybe plus 400 or five. I got, I got to, have to pull it up again to win the, the uh, mountain West conference that cashes in for me. Boom. And I was on that game in general. I took Utah state money line, San Diego state. Really? I did. I thought, and I called that weeks ago. Funny feeling, huh? Weeks ago when they played UNLV or not UNLV, when they played uh San Diego state tough in San Diego, I said, watch, they're going to beat him in the, in the mountain West tournament because that it's a neutral site. Yeah. It's a neutral site. That, True neutral site there. Um, and then, uh, you know, we were both on Liberty. You had, you had a nice play with, uh, with uh, Winthrop. You like that? Coming out of the big South. I mean, they were the I, no, chalk. Weren't they? No, Radford was the chalk. Radford was chalk. Uh, they were there. Yeah. They had high odds, but I mean, pro- Radford got upset by Hampton in their own backyard. That was, uh, that was crazy. And then like, I mean, let me just run through some of these fucking games were just incredible, man. Like, uh, we're going Saturday here. Yeah. Saturday. I mean, first Villanova Georgetown from the start. I don't know if you got a chance to watch this game as a, a goaltend at the end. That was kind of a, a crazy, crazy set. 
the Georgetown. Yeah, that sucked. I was yeah. I was watching that. I mean, fuck. They went up fourteen nothing. Nova went up fourteen nothing to start this game, and I was like, I'm smart. Locked the first game. I, I locked, saw the I day. locked Villanova too, and I, I saw shit it on this. I saw you know when I'm when I'm locking games, I, I like to you know wait a little while before I lock. But I saw it. I was like, bang, lock that shit. And I turned on the TV half hour or hour later. Bang, they're up by four, up fourteen nothing. I'm like, I'm a fucking genius. Lo and behold, ultimate choke job. They're, they're, they actually probably should have lost that game before yeah. halftime. They had fucking lost yeah. that lead. Um, as I'm running through these games, I think the story of the weekend. By the way, if you listen to my XFL play, also moneyline guardians, big payout. Um, but the story of this weekend college basketball. I had to throw my dick in the air right there. There you go. Is uh, a lot of the bubble teams lost. Horrible weekend for the SEC. Was it horrible? Let, let me just run through <clears throat> first, just bubble teams in general. You have uh, more teams lost on the bubble than one. Yeah. Okay. South Carolina shits the bed at Vandy. That's bad. That's really bad. Like they might be, they pretty much probably need to win a lot. Now they might yeah. have to win their whole fucking conference tournament. Yeah. That's a bad loss. Uh, then you scroll down. Hey, what, what else are these other ones here? Now here's one that actually came up, came up good for a bubble team. And it took overtime Rutgers beat Purdue, but Purdue's on the bubble too. So therefore two bubble teams took a loss. Now that's not a horrible loss to lose the Rutgers. They have a decent record, but Rutgers was on the bubble. They had no road wins basically besides one. Yeah. Now they got two. And I think they're in. You think, think Rutgers is in? That's a good win. I think they're going to be in. Nice. Right. Then you got Texas tech on the bubble. <clears throat> they played. It was tied up with Kansas with like two minutes left in this game. That was tough, man. They're the best team on the bubble. They should be in just off of that. When I watched that game, I'm like, they are really good still. Yeah. They might have a bad record against all these teams. I mean, which counts. <clears throat> you got to win the games, but yeah. I think they're what? Oh, and four or something in overtime or something this year. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, then you got Alabama bubble team, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, they lose by 19 at Missouri, right? Yeah. That's not good for business. Luck. Yeah. Right. Then you keep, keep going down this thing. UCLA on the bubble, right? USC in USC hits a buzzer buzzer beater. beater. Not only because UCLA wins that they would have a share of their, the the Pac-12 title, right? Or no, actually Oregon won. So I think they still would have lost, but they're not, that's a bad, I mean, USC is a tournament team, but it's still a team that's on the bubble that lost. Hmm. I'm trying to pull up Pac-12 standings here and I can't find it. Then, man, I still can't believe Penn State lost to Northwestern. What the fuck is that shit? Talk about a team that's cold, heading the wrong direction. Who's that? Penn State. Penn, dude, that that's another fucking lock to kill me. I can't understand this shit. Penn State is what twenty three and seven or something of like that. Yeah, shit the bed at Northwestern. Northwestern has seven. No, I think Penn State had twenty one. Northwestern had seven. The spread is six points. I'm like, this is. How is this spread only six points right yeah. now? And I thought then, it smelled a little bit to me too. I mean, it, when you see it, I had smell, to, I had to take it though. I had to take it. Yeah. Oh, so and you bet you locked, I that locked one it too, too yeah. man. Yeah. It's a weird fucking week, man. All right. This is one that, this is a lock that blew my fucking mind. Yeah. Texas has won like five in a row. They're red hot. Talk about Come back home to Austin the bed. and lose to Oklahoma state by 22 <laughs> eating, but that's a bad loss. Massive shit. See what I mean though? Then you, you keep following this bubble watch. Arkansas shits the bed at AM. Yeah. Who's gonna make this tournament, right? They keep going. So far we've got Rutgers as the only bubble team that's really won the game won a game, right? Yeah. 
Uh, you keep scrolling down. Okay. Utah state was a bubble team. They are no longer a bubble team because they're in the fucking tournament because they won their conference. There it is. Um, you keep going down. That's uh, you, you were talking, you were interested to see the uh, bid stealers. Yeah. Utah state. I was all over that one, man. Yeah. And I think there's going to be more watch out for watch out for Wofford. Um, but here's, here's one. Okay. Here's one where they got lucky. Or I shouldn't say lucky. They took the final shot of the game. Oklahoma beats TCU, Oklahoma on the bubble. So you got to think, okay, that, that helps them. They hit a buzzer beater to win yeah. that game. Um, then you scroll down. Okay. We've got Mississippi state took care of business against Ole Miss. It's not a huge win, but Hey, it's a bubble team. They, they had lost the game before. So over the past week, I don't know their, I think their value probably went down still. Mississippi state. Yeah. Yeah. Because the win against Ole Miss isn't, isn't going to get you much. You think that brought their value down though? Well, because I'm saying since, since last week, cause they Relative also Relative to the other teams. That no, had... no, no. They lost the game before that, oh. which was at, uh, at a and M I see ranking from a, so I'm saying they haven't done much from a week ago. They were in better standing point than they are now. Right. Um, that's Arkansas. You're saying no Mississippi or, state. Sorry, Mississippi state. Um, I'm trying to look. Oh yeah. Mississippi state is in Lunardi's next four out. The first team on that list. Let's see. Uh, he's also on the first. When, four when out. did he write this though? Uh, well, uh, Palm wrote his today at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Cause Wichita state won today against Tulsa by like 25. So if he has them as the first of the first four out, they're probably in now. Right. Possibly. That's a quality win. Cause Tulsa's in the tournament. Yeah. It's Mississippi. They they won by twenty five today. Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, not Mississippi State. Wichita State. Okay, but we're talking about Mississippi State. Yeah. Okay. But I saw the first four out. He had Wichita. Oh, this is uh, Palm. Okay. Sorry, we're all over the place. Yeah, what the fuck is going on over there? You got huh? Palm. I got Lunardi. You know, it's interesting to see their comparisons. They're pretty close right now. They're uh, agreeing on most of the things that I'm seeing. So, I guess it's get, becoming a pretty tight. Uh, Little you know, bubble. Well, then little you have bubble. okay. Yep. Cincinnati. Cincinnati's one of the winners of the bubble battle, and they came back. Temple was up big on them. Crazy game. This was an absolutely crazy game. Cincinnati grabbed the win. Your Bearcats are they? Gonna, are they going to shit the bed in the first round? Probably though, if they get in, they'll they'll max out of the second round. Okay, then you had two of the better basketball games of this entire weekend. Murray State Belmont was an absolutely fucking dandy backdoor cut. <laughs> Got the win oh, yeah. for Belmont. Great fucking play design. That game was absolutely fantastic. That was better than any NBA game you'll see in, in, in a long, long time, in my opinion. Uh, then Butler Xavier. Well, Butler Xavier was amazing. Kamar Baldwin oh was gosh. just, uh, you want to just, uh, you pulled like a Reggie Miller performance. Yeah, it was nice. They could not stop this dude in the set in the final 10 minutes of this game. He put the whole entire Butler Bulldogs team on his back. Just a knife in the throat of, of Xavier fans and all of Cincinnati. I feel like now did that. uh, I mean, obviously that affected uh, Xavier from a bubble standpoint. Yeah. I mean, big time. And it also hurt them because now they have to play the play in game in the big East and a play in game in the big East is one. You could still easily lose DePaul is no joke. Yeah. Uh, They've had their, that they're, they, them and Georgetown, they're both a, a level down from the other. You can still lose anytime you play those. I teams. mean, shit, fucking yeah. uh, Georgetown just took Villanova to the wire. Probably should have beaten them. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely. Um, so that really was like the standout game Saturday. And today, uh, Maryland wrapped up a share of the big 10 by beating Michigan at home by 13. I can't, we were, on, we were on Michigan. Hey, I thought you were on, you and Nick were on Maryland. Oh no, I did take Maryland. I was Michigan. on Michigan. On I was on, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Memphis came through for me on a late cover. I got a lucky ass cover there. Um, but I also got killed by like, I mean, Nebraska lost to Minnesota by like a hundred East Carolina laid a huge egg. East Carolina's a weird team. Um, Lafayette. I thought they'd play Colgate tough. Colgate just smacked them. My Delaware blue hens though, took care of business, beat Charleston next up. Uh, they play tomorrow. I'm looking, looking forward to checking that one out. Wichita took care of Tulsa. East Tennessee state took care of Western Carolina. So East Tennessee state and Wofford. Oh, that was the game of, of the day. Wofford and Chattanooga. Yeah. Uh, and then Iowa, Illinois was a wild one. Illinois got the win and then Northeastern shot or, you know, shocked uh, Towson. Towson, I thought I had a chance. They were hot, but apparently not. Mm-mm-mm. All right. We got to pick games coming up. We're going to talk conference preview or conference tournament preview and who we like in the power conferences, essentially, or the remaining conferences left. Uh, but before I do that, I want to tell you that the college experience is brought to you by mybookie.ag. Look, March madness is upon us. Get in on all the madness at mybookie.ag. Mybookie's got it all. Just or mybookie's got it all. Not just college basketball. I can't read. Drink this <laughs> margarita. They also got NBA, UFC, Premier League, and even the XFL. They got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24/7 customer support team. You can uh, pull pull your bets together for an even bigger payout by doing a thing called a parlay. Let's say you got a couple of uh, big favorites this week. You like. Parlay wagers let you bet multiple games together. And if they all come through, you win big. My bookie has more lines and better odds for the player than any other sports book around. And if you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to a thousand dollars. That means if you deposit 2000, you'll get an extra thousand in free money to play with. It's a, it's come on. It's a great deal. All you got to do is use the promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get your extra cash from my bookie. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Okay. What a fucking great weekend, though, dude. Yeah, what buddy. Fucking. Oh, man. I, I just now seen South Dakota. I lost to North Dakota. That's That was kind of shocking. So at the time of this podcast, we've got five conference champions determined. Yeah. We got uh, Liberty Look, out of the Atlantic Sun. Liberty won 30 games. Fucking unreal. The Flames, Falwell, doing things. They made a bowl game in football. This, dare I say, twenty years down the line here. Are we looking at BYU in twenty years? Well, let me ask you this: Did BYU in their infancy, or at any point in their history, ever accomplish a thirty-game regular season in basketball? Thirty-win regular season. They've had some good basketball seasons. I don't know that though. Thirty is tough. But they, they were in better conferences. Yeah, that's but true. When they had Stickman Bradley, who knows? <laughs> you know, when they had Danny Ainge, who knows? Yeah, that's true. Um, they probably had better teams than Liberty is right now. But you got to admit, 30 wins for a... Back-to-back tournament berths? Yeah. They're for, starting for to a, own that conference. A relative upstart. They're starting to Boise that conference. Yeah, they are. Um, 
So that's, that's, uh, that's, that one didn't surprise me. What are the other ones? Uh, Winthrop took the big South Winthrop a little bit of surprise. I thought Radford would, but uh, Winthrop did a battle back. They were down 18 in that game. Watch that one. This showed morning. a little bit of fight there. Uh, Bradley, like we said, took the Missouri Valley. Nice call on that one. And I think Bradley still could be depending on, I saw them uh, getting potentially a 14 or 15 seed. Um, that could be a tough draw. Could be a really tough draw for someone, depending on who me and NC Nick were kind of going through the hypotheticals off of, uh, you know, the, the, the bracketology of what they had set up. And there's certain two seeds or potential three seeds that would have a lot of trouble with Bradley. Yeah, I think, but there's also ones that I think could really fuck them up because Bradley has, they do it. They occasionally will go through big scoring droughts. Yeah. Which is always dangerous. No, Bradley's a, a defensive stalwart. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the, their calling. They card. can hit the three ball. Good. They can hit yep. the three ball. Good. So, uh, Bradley is one to watch out for. Now, what do you think about this one? I think this may be a bigger threat. Was it the Merrill fella? Uh, yeah. At Utah state. He's wet. Yeah. yeah. Utah state comes out. They got of the a couple West. shooters and they got a big, a big man. The, the African guy is good. Yeah. If he can stay healthy, he's had issues with injuries a lot, but if, if he can stay healthy, this team is really dangerous. Yeah. I do remember you mentioning that you thought uh UNLV had a home court advantage here that might, uh, I did play for them. But well, they lost early. Yeah. I saw you put yeah. it on Twitter early. They look like shit. Yeah. I, I, whew. But hold on. My favorite pick on that was Utah state. My dog, your dog was UNLV. Yeah, your money, your value. Pick. Uh, they look really bad in their, in their, in their tournament, their, their conference tournament, but Utah state, Shh. I think can do damage in the tournament. Well, so did the Mormons, did the Mormons in Go Utah state, did they resist? They did. Did old they Joe did. Mormon. Joe Mormon came in there. They just jerked off in the, uh, <laughs> they, they, you know what they did? They didn't even float. They soaked. They? Soaked. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I always call it floating. <laughs> Same thing. Right? Yeah. Dick's just floating around. They in soaked. There. They, they got prostitutes and they all soaked. <laughs> She's like, you want me to suck your dick? No, God. No, <laughs> absolutely. Don't not. you dare do that. Let's um, soak though. <laughs> yeah. But I got this idea and you've, have you ever heard of soaking? No. What's that? All right, here's you're gonna you're gonna find out right now. <laughs> let me just just let me just. I'm gonna do start my thing. fucking you. Yeah, but it's not actually gonna be sex because yeah. I'm not going and no, to. No thrusting. No. no thrusting. It's just like we we happen to like, you know, my dick happened to slide in your hoo hoo, <laughs> and then uh, you know, but it wasn't yeah. sex. It wasn't sex. I'm pretty sure that happened in Vegas. Coach probably got, especially after the game, after they won the, the tournament. Are you kidding me? We're such fucking I know. idiots here. No, that's part of the fun. Okay. Then you got Belmont and Belmont is, I think, a, a, you know, one of the uh, bracketologies we were looking at had a Duke playing Belmont in the first round and NC Nick as a Duke fan was saying, that's a scary matchup. Mm, Duke Belmont. Yeah. Well, yeah. Duke, uh, Duke is susceptible this year. And Belmont, I think is a pretty darn Dangerous. good 15 to, if they gave him. A true. I mean, I think they might have gave him a fourteen actually. Yeah. But I think they're a pretty darn good team. So, uh, but uh, why, by the time you're listening to this, you're gonna you're gonna be wondering, hey, what happens today? We got the MAC tournament starting today, which, like I said on the last podcast, take a dart, throw it at the fucking dartboard on MAC teams. I would lean Akron or Buffalo, but uh, like I said. Bring a bottle of kerosene with with that one. When you're looking at this uh, bracket here, uh, any compelling matchups? You, uh... I think every single dog has a shot in the first round. I mean, if I was to fade one, it would actually be Western Michigan. 
but I think every single team has a shot. I think Akron and Buffalo appear to be the best teams to me. Now I know that doesn't make a lot of sense because Buffalo still got playing in the playing round, but Buffalo has came out of this thing three times in a row. They just won at Bowling Green. I, I still believe in them a little more than I do the others. I, I, if I gun to my head, I'm taking Akron to win this conference. Yeah. You know who I got? Northern Illinois, which means I don't have Buffalo getting out of that second round. Ooh, that will be a ball game tomorrow. Well, shit. By the time you're listening to this, we have the Southern conference championship Wofford, who is my dog. So I'm looking good here because I, I, well, look, I thought East Tennessee state is the best team in this thing. There was no value in taking East Tennessee state slaughtering. Yeah. Uh, West, West Carolina, Western Carolina and BMI in the uh, round before that. Um, Eastern Tennessee state. If here's a potential bid stealing, if Wofford wins this game, yeah. Cause East Tennessee state's 29 and four. If wins at LSU, they, uh, will get in. I think if they lose this game, yeah, 29 and four, that's, that'd be tough to get left out at that point. Uh, Wofford though, is my dog in this conference tournament. Great value with them. Looking good. Like so said, far, man, man. They, they're better than their, they let Furman off the hook. Like the, some of their losses, I watched Wofford close towards the end of the year, and I felt like uh, some of those losses, they were winning like the whole game, and they just yeah. couldn't withstand a run late well, in the game. They had to play the extra round. They have navigated to this point. Uh, here they are in the finals against the uh, prohibitive favorite, East Tennessee State. But I can't wait to watch it. Wofford has a little magic. I can't wait to watch it. I'm excited for this CAA matchup. Now, this isn't the championship. I don't think this is the championship. Wait, let me double check this. Where's the other C? Oh yeah. It's not the championship championship will probably be on Tuesday. Uh, Delaware Hofstra is my big one tomorrow. Hofstra is the one seed. Uh, I thought uh, personally, I thought Delaware was my dog. Hofstra is probably the, the, the choice to win it. Yeah. I think one of these, the winner of this will win. Cause the other side is Elon in Northeastern after Towson got upset and mm. William and Mary got upset. I am hurt by William and Mary losing still out of this thing. Come on. My guy, Nathan Knight. Shit in the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, tribe. Not this year. Uh, those are the big ones. And then uh, we got to this point, the West coast conference, weird seating, but we've gotten to this point, Patty C where now we have San Francisco. Who's battled Gonzaga better than probably anyone in the country. Minus BYU. Right? Yeah. They play Gonzaga in Vegas, neutral site. San Francisco has been winning at halftime. I think both times they've played Gonzaga and lost late in the game. This is the weirdest tournament bracket. I've I know it's like they do this to preserve their. It's weird. They really reward the team. They give up yeah. like five buys. What they're essentially them. saying is, "Hey Gonzaga, can you please win the national championship? Right. We need you in this tournament." Um, but we've gotten to the point. San Francisco plays Gonzaga tomorrow. Must watch TV. St. Mary's plays BYU. Both all four of these teams. So look, three of these are definitely in. If San Francisco needs to win this thing to get in, but San Francisco is a better team than most realize. Yeah. Uh, I'm confused here. Uh, got San Francisco. Oh, they must've made a mistake here. Yeah. Cause same. No, I'm, I'm all sorts of confused looking at this bracket as to what happened. Is Gonzaga just waiting for them in the championship? No. Game? Gonzaga, San Francisco is tomorrow at 6 PM. St. Mary's BYU is tomorrow at 8 30 PM. Okay. This bracket is all fucked up here. So yeah, you think they just put them in the championship? Like, hey, there you go. <laughs> I'm trying to make sense There's of this. There's your reward. Shit. Thank you, CBS, for making this as confusing uh, as fucking possible. Other games going on in the uh, 
in uh with what the uh Sunbelt. Sunbelt, I see some games. What else do I see here? I see yeah, but they're not championship games. The big ones I've already mentioned. Let's shoot over to Tuesday. Tuesday, Patty C, let's pull up the ACC bracket. Because we're finally there. We are finally there. What are, let me just uh, do this. Let me go over to mybookie.ag because I want to see what your Wahoos odds are lining up with to win. Do you feel good on, on Virginia potentially winning the ACC tournament? Well, within the past, uh, I want to say week or two, they've beaten, uh, both of the teams that they'll uh, be facing in the first two rounds, presumably in Notre Dame and then Louisville. So, uh, Dude, I mean, should they be Louisville. able to replicate that feat? Uh, then they'll find themselves in the conference championship, uh, presumably against uh, Florida state or Duke, both of whom they've also beaten in the regular season. So you kind of have to like their odds a little bit. Then again, you have to figure that since every one of these games that I just mentioned has been decided by three or points or less, you just got to hope they keep getting lucky or that what they've figured out is how to win close games. I would like to see them figure out how to get like a six point lead at the end of the game instead of always it being one to three points. Now you have, that's the next step in their evolution. You have uh North Carolina finishing last in the ACC. Take a picture. Of that, <laughs> yeah. Just Take relish the moment. Picture of that. Thank God. Isn't that beautiful? Eat shit and die, North Carolina. Isn't that isn't that beautiful? Yes. Now uh, they're gonna square off against what do we get? I think they get Pitt on on Tuesday. Is it? Let me pull this thing up. Make sure. I'm, no, Pitt Wake. I'm sorry, is Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And North Carolina Virginia Tech Tuesday. Who do you favor there for that UNC Virginia Tech? I, I think UNC is gonna get that done. Tech started to play a little ball again lately. Who are you taking in Pitt Wake? <laughs> I gotta go wake. That's a, that's. A, I'm trying to find fucking odds, and I'm struggling to find the ACC. You know, odds. Pitt is not a nearly as bad of a team as the record indicates. You know, are you trying to find odds in these games? God damn, my computer's going slow. Um, I don't know, man. Let's just uh, let's just talk about money line. Let's get predictions. You know. Yeah. You you want the you want the the picks. Well, it would be nice to, to get some fucking odds, yeah. but I mean, I actually talk about it on the podcast. Yes, that would be I probably should have had this loaded up, but I'm having really hard time finding. I know they're out too. I mean, let me actually, let me go. Let me go over to you tinker around with that. Right. I'll talk to the folks about what I'm predicting. got to figure weight gets out of the uh, playing round against Pitt. Actually, NC Nick wrote an article over at sports with the ACC's odds, best bets. So you got to count on old faithful us to give you the, the favorite is Duke at plus plus one fifteen. Would you believe that Florida state wins the ACC? Ooh, yeah. I don't know and about Duke, Duke is the favorites. Year, Florida state's at plus three fifty. Louisville's at plus two sixty. They did slap North Carolina, Virginia at plus 900. It means you put a hundred dollars down on That's the huge value. That's huge value. They're on a nine game winning streak. NC state 3,200. And then you got the field. Wow. Now where, where, how's the conference tournament work? The whole thing's in, uh, where's it in played? Greensboro. Greensboro. So wait, is it Greensboro this year? It is Greensboro. I think. Is it, I know they did Brooklyn for a while. 
think we talked about it on this pod. ACC. Yeah, it's in Greensboro. Greensboro, yeah. Um, my dog is. I mean, give me give me the Wahoos plus nine hundred. I don't trust. I mean, they may NC not Knicks be on at, NC State. They may not be at a ge- geographic disadvantage for the entire thing. You know, should Florida State come out of the uh, other side of the division, you know, which based on their seed, you would think they would, then UVA would actually be closer to the home team in every single game within the tournament. I don't um, know that I trust Florida state. I don't know that I trust much in this conference. I will say this. So if, if North Carolina wins, they play Syracuse who they just happen to destroy Syracuse in chap or in Syracuse, right in the carrier dome. Yeah. Then they would play the winner of Virginia. Oh, no, no, they would they play, play Louisville. It's a weird setup on this thing too. Yeah. Um, that's where they probably lose actually. Yeah. I think Louisville is a bad matchup for them. Yeah. Wouldn't shock me though. Wouldn't shock again. Me. A little bit of home court advantage there. Sprinkle a tiny bit on North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. I think my play though is to actually, you know what? I'm going to say this. Give me Louisville to win this thing. I think they're still the best roster Dude, They, they, I mean, they are athletic. They're the best roster. Yeah. Now, I think last time it was in, it was in Charlottesville. That's an advantage. Yeah. So give me Louisville to win the ACC. My dog will be, well, we both picked Louisville to win the game out right the other day. So uh, not much has changed. I think Virginia played well. Louisville closed the fuck out of that gap when yeah. they needed to. Well, and I feel like when you re- recently lose to a team, it gives you a little bit of motivation. Yeah. Little, little edge. Yeah. I'm going to go North Carolina as my sleeper. So whoever comes out of that game, yep. Um, what are you doing? You still, you going Wahoos? Uh, give me Wahoos to, uh, get it done just because there's a little lucky charm going on there right now. Um, but by the same token, give me Notre Dame uh, on the, on the value pick because I think they've kept it close against a bunch of teams this year. And, uh, should they get through Virginia, then they're only two games away from winning the whole thing. And at that point, everyone's relatively evenly matched. Uh, I don't think any one team is superior to the others in the ACC at this point. And I think North Carolina is within striking distance of all that. Okay. Those top four teams. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, let's move to the big 10 conference, which kicks off Wednesday. This is going to be fun. Yeah, this is going to be just an absolute barrel of fun in Indianapolis, Indiana. The playing games are Minnesota, Northwestern. Minnesota will beat Northwestern, I think. Indiana, Nebraska, Indiana will beat Nebraska, I think. Indiana needs that if they want to make the tournament. Um, then it gets crazy. Uh, man, who do you got coming out of this thing? <laughs> this is. Almost like the Mac Rutgers, Michigan, um, Michigan whipped the shit out of Rutgers a co- couple so, of weeks so ago. So I imagine it'll be Rutgers, Michigan. Yeah. I mean, Rutgers, Michigan is definitely happening. Minnesota, Iowa. Fun. Yeah. Ohio state, Purdue. So hold on Rutgers, Michigan, you're leaning Rutgers. <sighs> I mean, I, I took Rutgers to cover a few weeks ago against Michigan, I think to win outright and uh, Michigan destroyed them. So I think I'm leaning Michigan. I don't know. That. I th- There's a lot of variety. <laughs> One day I want to say Michigan's been there before. So I want, I want to trust that. Yeah. I'm going to say I'll take Michigan. Okay. Okay. Minnesota, Iowa. I'm going to take Iowa. Yeah. Even though they're not, playing I think as it's well a dangerous game for Iowa. Sure. Very dangerous game for Iowa. Uh, Ohio state, Purdue. 
Uh, give me the Buckeyes. See, what's interesting here is I think the Buckeyes are playing better, but Purdue is going to need to win this game to make the NCAA tournament. Purdue <laughs> is fucking Jekyll and Hyde. If they lose this, I think they're out of the NCAA tournament because they just lost the Rutgers. Yeah. So that it's like a must win game. They for lost them. Indiana the, the game before or no, they beat Indiana. Oh, they beat Indiana. Yeah. Okay. And a close one. Yeah, that's right. Um, okay. So you're saying Purdue needs it. That gives them the edge. No, I'm saying that that creates more like, uh, I think Ohio state's a better team. It's in Indiana, but Ohio borders Indiana. So not a huge, uh, yeah. Advantage there. And then I imagine it's Indiana, Penn state. And I actually think I might take Indiana there. Haven't liked the way Penn State's been playing lately. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. If you're talking about recent trends, Indiana oh, yeah. is trending in a better direction. So if that were to happen, then Michigan would play Wisconsin. Yeah. Wisconsin is balling right Wisconsin now. Wisconsin will win that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would play the Illinois who played the night in Illinois one by two. Yeah, it's a damn good game. I actually think that's. I think Iowa, Iowa might win revenge. this one. Yeah. And then. Uh, Okay, Ohio State, Michigan State, which happened today. Sparty. Michigan State blew them out. By, yeah, by like let's figure digits. that happens again, yeah. but, you know, that might be a foolish. And Indiana, Maryland, I got Maryland. Yep. Maryland, Michigan State. They both won on each other's home court. <laughs> Is you mean a, Michigan State? Yeah, I think I'm on Michigan State, too. Yeah. Uh, Wisconsin and Iowa. Let me Wisconsin there. I was got yeah. a little bit of so Wisconsin, the Luca Garza thing, you know, Wisconsin, Michigan state in the big 10 championship, Michigan state. It, it, I think it, I'm with you. Michigan state, the, the way the, they've been playing lately. They have been. I don't know. Wisconsin can easily win. Yeah, that Wisconsin's game. balling though. Yeah. Under the radar. I, I don't, I think I may actually go back on that. I, I don't know. That's close. Who's one. the sleeper in this thing? Mm. I think the sleeper is Illinois. Yeah. Does that even count as a sleeper when they're the four seed? Yeah, I, I guess know. I got to go deeper. I think the sleeper may be uh, Rutgers or Michigan. Yeah, yeah, I think the sleeper. Yeah, I'll back you on. You know what? Fuck it, I'll go because I got Indiana beating Nebraska, and I think they can beat Penn State. They might be able to beat Maryland. Can lay an egg sometimes. Give me Indiana as Hoosiers, a sleeper, baby. and let us tell you something about the Hoosiers. In case you haven't heard it in the past five podcasts, <laughs> we mention it every single time. Coley and I played for the Hoosiers when we were eight years old. You know, I was Jimmy Chitwood because I wore number. You were Jimmy Chitwood because you were the guy that said, "Give me the fucking ball." Yeah, I'm gonna score. You know who I was? <laughs> I was score. I was that little blonde kid that shot. You were like setting the, me up uh, the picket fence, man. There you go. You were setting me up the picket fence. Who was I on? I was the kid that fucking quit the team and then came back. You yeah. know, his dad like, no, I wasn't that kid. <laughs> that was me in middle school. I, I turned into a punk ass in middle school. I was, I was a uh, beaver cleaver back in fucking third grade. Okay. Hang on. Before we dip over, load up the big 12, but I want to tell the fans out here that the college experience is brought to you by prop swap. March madness is around the corner and prop swap is your home for college basketball futures. Even if your state doesn't have a sports book, you can still purchase live sports bets at PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets because you're buying the bet directly from another person. Not only can you find great deals, but you can also buy bets or buy, but yeah, buy bets from states where there are no sports betting. So it's genius. It kind of gets around there, gets around the law. All season long, PropSwap customers have uh, been finding uh, some of the best odds in the world. Last week, a San Diego State championship future that was originally bet for $100 at 400 to, at 400 to 1 odds sold on PropSwap for $1,200. 
Those are new odds of 32 to one for the buyer better than any sports book in the country. Sign up for PropSwap.com today and they will uh, give you a hundred percent match on your first deposit. Just enter the promo code SGP. Once again, that's S G P at the time of deposit and PropSwap will match your offer up to a hundred dollars. Go to PropSwap.com today. Void where prohibited. Okay. We're getting through this thing. Big 12, Patty C. Kansas city, Missouri. I think we can cut through all the bullshit. There's only two teams that can win this fucking thing. <laughs> Am I right? You think Texas tech potentially be in a third? I think there are way more than two teams that can win this thing. Are you kidding? I me? think it's a Kansas or Baylor show. Are you kidding me? You're giving West Virginia no burn here. Before that you're last giving... game, West Virginia had lost like five in a row. All right. You Texas... not in Morgantown. They struggle. Texas is garbage. Now they've been playing good ball. And then they shit the bed. They'd been turning that ship around. They shit the bed. Maybe they were just looking forward a little bit. I'll say three. I would say Texas tech has the potential. Maybe Oklahoma, maybe Oklahoma. I'm going to say Texas tech Baylor and Kansas, but Baylor's trending down. Dude, I think West Kansas Virginia is going to run away with this. West Virginia in a one-off situation can beat any of these teams. Yeah. But check us out. They're not going to play Kansas until the final fucking game, which means <laughs> they could get through Oklahoma I think uh, Oklahoma just whooped their ass in Morgantown a week ago. That's true. Well, like we just said, maybe it feeds them. Maybe West Virginia makes a little run. What about TCU coming uh, from deep? TCU gets to play Baylor again. If they get past K state, watch K state upset TCU. Baylor's been shitting the bed for a minute. now. I think Kansas, I think the lock is Kansas to win this thing. I don't know, man. Kansas, Kansas might not even make the finals. Texas tech just played them to the fucking bone. And that was in Lubbock. Now you're going to a neutral site where it won't be neutral for them. Kansas city. Yeah, that's true. I'm taking Kansas. I'm going chalk later. You're going rock chalk. If I got to go dog, I'm taking, I'm taking Oklahoma. They have an easier route than, than, than Texas tech would. Yeah. I don't believe in Oklahoma. I don't either. Actually give me Texas tech. Give me Texas tech as my dog. And that's who, who are you going dog wise. You going Kansas chalk? Uh, you you sound like you're it? selling yourself on West Virginia as your dog. I am. I think I am. I, I mean, I think honestly, Texas tech is the higher percentage play. I don't know from an odd standpoint though. I think that I'm going to give West Virginia a little more credit. So if the odds are kind of shitting on West Virginia, I think there is some value there because uh, it's a, it's a long shot, but if there's any team that can, Fucking come up in a one-off situation and maybe make a, do it a couple games in a row. West Virginia is that team. Yeah. They uh, just have a little more dog in them than the other teams. Okay. So let's take it to the big East. Mm, mm, mm. Big East, New York city, New York city. Oh boy. Taking a look at this earlier, what a surprise for Creighton to be. Uh, mm. And I think they're dangerous. Me and NC Nick were just talking about Creighton. I think, I don't know if I had to predict blindly fill out a final four right now. Yeah. I got Kansas. I got Dayton in that thing. Right. Mm-hmm. The other two teams. And I think me and NC Nick were, we're in agreement here. He said someone from the big East. He goes, I don't know if it's going to be, Seton Hall, Creighton, Nova, Providence. In the final four? Yeah. That was my take too. I Someone said, from the Big East will be in the yeah. final four. Yeah. And then 
Kansas, Dayton, Big one East. of the Big East teams, and then a wild card. Maybe, maybe, maybe Big Ten, maybe Michigan State, maybe Maryland. Yeah, certainly. ACC Wisconsin's flying under the radar. Yeah, it's a wild. There's that's the cool thing about this year is there's just you you don't even know you can't even we don't even know that Dayton necessarily is the only one that I feel pretty fucking good about is Kansas will be in the final four. Yeah, at this point they seem like at least a couple. Dayton would be my second team to put in the final four over anyone else. I would put Dayton in there before Gonzaga. Well, shit, man, they're balling. Yeah. Um, They've had a great season. They've had some good wins. All right. So with that said, Georgetown, St. John's, give me St. John's in a fucking landslide uh, <laughs> landslide. Really? If, if we're talking about, I think it's going to be a good game. I mean, if, if George, if the Georgetown team that showed up on Saturday shows up, uh, you know, against what is it? March 11th, Wednesday, then it's going to be a damn good game. But if the normal Georgetown team shows up, then St. John's will whip their ass. They, they had a crazy couple games. They played this year. Who uh, Georgetown oh, won at St. John's came back from like 15 down. Yeah. Well, maybe then it will be a dog fight here. Uh, and it's a historic rivalry. Yeah. Uh, Xavier who just should just got robbed. They were going to not, they were going to be able to avoid this before Kamar Baldwin went off on them. Xavier DePaul dangerous, dangerous game. Yeah. You got to figure Xavier comes out. I gotta fig- especially cause they need this win. They want to make the tournament. You got to win this game. Yeah. Got to win this game. But then they get Nova after that. So you got right now you have Creighton St. John's. Yeah. St. John's just beat Creighton recently. Yeah. I mean, I, once you get to the second round <laughs> with, with exception, with exception to, I mean, I think Xavier and Marquette, you know, one through five in this conference is, is, is flip a coin. Honestly, believe yeah. that. I think Butler's a hair below the rest. Ooh, I don't even know. Cause with Baldwin, you have yeah, a special he, fuck you player. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're hard to find. I yeah, feel you like have your Peyton Pritchard. Yeah. <laughs> you have a, a, a guy who's just ruthless that I think at any point in yeah. any, in, in the game can take it over. Who is the guy on Purdue last year? Uh, uh, Carson Edwards, Carson Edwards yeah. effect. So, okay. So who are you taking in this thing? Uh, gosh, I'm taking, I've been saying them for all year. Mm. Providence Friars are going to come out of this thing. Wow. Wow. I'm going to go They're red hot. What should be chalk here and say Seton hall. Okay. Now what's your, what's your dog? My dog should be Providence, huh? It probably They're should. Four. I mean, we're shitting on Creighton. They've been playing amazing basketball. Uh, my dog here. There's just too long of a run for St. John's to have to go through. But if you're talking about big money, what does it get? Does Butler count as a dog at the five seed? A little bit. A little bit. I'm going to go with Providence or Butler, the winner of that game. <laughs> Just because I don't think, I honestly don't, I don't think Xavier, Xavier's going to lose to Nova in the second round, right? Yeah. You would have to figure. I mean, do we say St. John's? Because they beat Creighton. I think St. John's is ago. my fucking value play out of this conference. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. They're just enough of a sleeper, but they got just right, enough. So, so I'm not going to do four and five. So give me Providence as I like to win the thing. My dog is St. John's. I'm going to back you on it. Boom. That's a strong dog though. Those odds are deep. Yeah. Deep. Um, plunk a little down out there. Let's Have a little switch fun. over to the conference USA. All right. Playing in Frisco, Texas site of the FCS national championship yes, game where your Dukes took an L heartbreak year after year for my Dukes in Frisco. Okay. This is, this has potential to be chaos too, because let me tell you, the North Texas Western Kentucky games have been batshit crazy this year. Yeah. I've watched them. 
And I'm going to let you take this one because yeah, the extent to which I'm able to follow the, uh, this conference is on the stat sheet. I haven't, <laughs> haven't dialed too much yeah, into, dialed into the games themselves too much. Uh, well, my preseason favorite Western Kentucky won at Arkansas, but during that Arkansas game, one of their best players out for the year. Yeah. I still think they have a great chance to win this thing. Um, Western Kentucky is that or yeah, I really, I mean, really, I think it's either gonna be Western Kentucky or Louisiana tech. I know North Texas got the one seed. Yeah. I know there's the first time in 30 years getting that one seed. I I just think Western Kentucky and Louisiana tech are better basketball teams. Well, there it is now, but here's the thing. Western Kentucky and Louisiana tech will have to play each other prior to playing either North Texas or so I think North Texas. will probably must get, go. Yeah. We'll probably get past uh, Charlotte, but I don't know. I th- I'm looking at a one versus two in the final here. I think uh, North Texas and Western Kentucky, if I had to find value, uh, I mean, FAU and FIU were playing well early yeah. in the season, yeah. but they've kind of tailed off UAB there. They might be the value play here. Uh, yeah. it, uh, Marshall, do you go with uh, what's his name? Uh, the brother of uh, D'Antoni. He's the head coach. Yeah, I forget his, uh, Mike D'Antoni's brother. I forget his name too. But um, uh, my play, I'm going to take Western Kentucky to win this thing. Nice. I'm sticking to my preseason prediction. Well, you, like I say, teams from Kentucky, it's a basketball state. Yeah. You just trust. I'll say can, this though: Louisiana Tech is it's like fit, 51 to 49 on my pick there, because um, Louisiana Tech's really good. Uh, well, dog wise, dog wise, give me, man. I don't like any of these matchups. I'm going to go just because I want something in that side of the bracket. I'm going to go with Florida internationals. My dog. Right. I want something in that side. I don't want, I want someone that's not going to play Western Kentucky, Louisiana tech till later. Yeah. That's probably so, a smart play. I'm going chalk. I'm going North Texas to win the whole thing. And I'm going UAB as the value play. Mean green, buddy. You were, you're a big Joe green guy. That's right. Uh, what is it? Uh, Short circuit. Call the cops. Mean Joe Green. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Big West. The Big West is here, buddy. Is it? Is it? We don't know. Uh, there games going on right now. Oh, they might. You know what? They might have. That's the Big West bracket been set. Just yet. We'll talk about that on Wednesday. We'll talk about it on Wednesday. All righty. Don't even look into it. Let's go to the, we did uh CAA. We did all that. Uh, let's go to the Ivy league. Hmm. Yale, Penn, Harvard, Princeton. Only the top four teams make the tournament. Interesting. I like it. I like it. And I don't, I like that everyone gets a chance, but yeah. I like, uh, they didn't used to have a conference tournament until two years ago. Has, and it's been a four team yeah. tourney the whole time. Yeah. They didn't have one before. It was like whoever won the regular season got in. Well, there again, you have the, uh, the argument that can be made from either side as better or worse for whatever. You, what do you like in basketball? You like to I, see everything. I would still like to see all, the, all their whole conference get a shot. Like yeah. I said, you get injuries or something you come on, you know, like I think every team deserves a shot. Right. But you have to admit this does increase the uh, importance of the regular season games to uh, eliminate from the tournament based on the regular season. So sure. Um, this, is, this is pretty much like the Mac. We're going to flip a coin. I'm going to say Yale comes out of this thing. I think Yale is head and shoulders. Yeah. Above My the dog is actually going to be Penn. Okay. The winner of that game. 
Okay. Is winning that thing. I got Yellen Princeton. I'm okay. going pretty standard here. Uh, that was an easy bracket for you. You're like, can we get more of those? <laughs> um, all right, moving down the line, you got where are we at? Where are we at? Let's go to the. Wait, we didn't Missouri Valley. Let's go to the Pac-12. All right. Oh boy. Have fun with this one. <laughs> Have fun as Arizona plays Washington. Although Washington just won in Arizona. Ooh. That's the, that's the best worst team in the country. That's the last ranked team. And they have in the conference two NBA first round draft picks on their <laughs> roster. On their uh, starting five. Two, two top 20 picks. Yeah. Good luck when they're on and they've the past week, they turned it on. Yeah. I think they're dangerous, man. That's my dog. I'll tell you that right there. My dog is the Big Washington value. Huskies. Yep. I wonder from a value standpoint if Vegas uh gives them less uh less value than you know, say a Stanford or a Colorado, just based on the fact that they do have that kind of talent and upside. Yeah, probably. I mean, look, Oregon needed Peyton Pritchard did that fuck you suck my dick line at Washington. Yeah. They needed a huge comeback. That so Washington would... beats Arizona and USC, they're gonna get Oregon. Ooh, a semifinal fucking border battle. Uh, what's your play here? Oh boy. To win this, the whole damn thing. I mean, do I go chalk and go Oregon? I mean, and my dog be Washington. I think it's a smart play. I think Oregon is the best team here. Um, hmm. I think uh, UCLA obviously been playing good ball. Red hot. Yeah. Was red hot at least. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going to go Oregon as the play. I'm going to go chalk with my dog being the Washington Huskies. Nice. I like it. I like it. Um, now, okay, let me take a look here. I'm going to change it up just for fun. I'm going to go UCLA. Nice. You know, playing hot enough. Mick Cronin, they're buying in. They found a way to get in back in that game, come back and take the lead on UCLA with five, six seconds left. Yeah, uh, or USC. USC. Are you on? Yeah. yeah, against USC on the road, so to speak. Um, and um, so I think they're hot enough to get into that championship game. Cronin's turned this team around completely. Oregon has maintained a pretty damn good level, but uh, that's going to be a damn good game. Assuming they both play each other, um, my value dog, uh, Colorado. You know, this is a team that had been playing great early in the season. Um, Fell off, but the talent's still there. Veteran team. Veteran team. Card. That's right. Always a factor in uh, tournament uh, play. So, and a relatively easier path uh, going through Wazoo. Arizona State's a tough yeah, out. I think they swept Arizona State. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, who, who the hell knows? I mean, Stanford could easily beat get, UCLA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. Um, okay, let's move to the, I think what next up alphabetically would be either be SCC, I believe. All righty. I'm going to hit that SCC. Yeah, let's do it. Who? Playing games. Ole Miss, Georgia. Is that the last we see of Anthony Edwards in a Georgia uniform? I think, yeah, I think, uh, they could win that. Oh, how often does the number one pick? <laughs> could not... be number two. Toppin might go number one. Yeah. Who else has been a number one? Oh, uh, Wiseman. Yeah. Dude. Imagine well, how good Memphis lost two of their players. Me and NC Nick were talking about this. Yeah. They'd be a top five team had they had yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When, when you look at Wiseman, like 
you see prospects. I, obviously I barely got to see the guy. I didn't watch a ton of high school film on him, yeah. you know? Um, but he's built like Dwight Howard was coming out of uh, high school. Yeah. That dude's a fucking animal. He's got those giant boulder shoulders on a seven foot athletic dude. If he can actually develop some game, he's mm-hmm. going to be fucking nasty in the pros just based on like what little I've seen. I mean, he played what three games. Yeah. He was averaging 20 and 11. Yeah. He was a beast. Those are the first three games of his yeah. college career. And they were against good competition. Remember, dude, he's going to be disgusting. Anyway, um, Anthony Edwards also nasty has Dwayne Wade type comparison. I think Georgia might beat Ole Miss that game. When was the last time? What I'm saying is, when was the last time a fucking player with that caliber of talent missed? The, didn't uh, didn't go past the, the first round in their fucking conference? Yeah, yeah, it's been unbelievable. A while, um, yeah, uh, you think Ole Miss Georgia? I think Anthony Edwards gets it done. I think Georgia Georgia gets that. I think uh, I'm going to take Arkansas on the other one. Although yeah. Vandy's been playing a lot better lately. They're a little, they have a little weight for us. Yeah. Um, they're the same team, the black yeah. and black yeah. and gold <laughs> team, the shit academic team in their conference. Okay. So then you got Tennessee, Bama uh, and Georgia, Florida. That's a fun. Those are good games. Tennessee has been playing well enough lately that I'm going to take the balls to get that done against I uh, think Bama. Th- I think I'm with you. Yeah. Now Florida, Georgia, Florida, I'm going to take Florida. Florida hasn't been playing amazing, but, uh, they are significantly better than Georgia. So yeah, I'm with you on that. So then you got South Carolina, Arkansas, which just spin the fucking wheel. <laughs> uh, Who are you taking in that? Arkansas, South Carolina. That's a hard give me Arkansas, game. man. Even though I South- think I'm on Arkansas too. Yeah. Uh, A&M, Missouri. I'm going to go A&M. A&M has been playing. Well, actually Missouri has been playing a little bit better too. Uh, I'm going to go a I'll go Mizzou just to change okay. that. So then you would have spice of life. Then you would have Kentucky. Kentucky, Tennessee would be a decent game, actually. Uh, I guess you got Tennessee just won at Rupp Arena a week ago. Yeah, revenge though. Kentucky gets that win. Yeah, was that the game Calipari got ejected in? Or no, he got ejected uh, uh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Um, like Calipari. I'm gonna say this about Calipari. He's so easy to look at him. And based on his reputation of like a greaseball, you know, slick, you know, wheeling and dealing used car salesman type, uh, he, when I hear him talk, I've liked him most of the times I've heard him. I like the guy. All right. That's fair. I Was, think he's probably a sleazebag. Yeah, he might be a good I, guy. I think, I think he's, what, I, what my impression of Calipari has always just been like, the the biggest asshole dirtbag like I've heard good things I heard Phil Martelli talk about him and in, in a very good way that seemed yeah. cool so I'll give you the benefit of the doubt there I I like him looking at it from a strictly objective standpoint and and casting aside all my preconceived notions of the dude kind of like him I'm with you Florida Mississippi State who are you taking uh I'm gonna take Florida. I don't know if that's the play. Mississippi State is the same team as Arkansas to me. You know, just a team that I don't know much about that seems to like, yeah, they're pretty good, but they always lose when it fucking yeah. counts. And Florida's a team that kind of turns I think it Florida on. Florida could win that game too. Yeah. South uh, Arkansas, LSU. This uh, game was, uh, I think the second one was shit, but I think the first one was good. Arkansas, LSU. I know. Arkansas just blew them out. It just blew them out in Fayetteville. Hmm. LSU fell off. LSU was so much stronger. 
yeah. at the beginning. Of, they were so nasty at the beginning of the season. They're still decent. Uh, I don't know what LSU's done lately. I'd have to dig a little deeper. Okay, so let's just cut to this then. Who are you taking? Kentucky's the the play, right? Kentucky's the play. Auburn's the, counterfeit. Who's the dog? I think Tennessee's the dog. They get by Kentucky, then that's the team you got to look I out for. I think the dog is the winner of the Arkansas South Carolina game. The Arkansas, okay. In fact, I'll just say I'll just say the dog is South Carolina. Okay. Even though they wait, just no shit Arkansas because they're yeah. an eleven seed. Give me, give me Arkansas. Yeah, Arkansas is yeah. a way better value. They play. can score better than South Carolina. Yeah, South Arkansas Car- had a, a damn good stretch early in the season too. Yeah, I don't think they ever really fell off. Like yeah. they're just uh, either winning games that they shouldn't be or like closely losing games. You so, know. So I'm on the Razorbacks. Let's move to the what are we? I think we're almost we're almost out of here to uh, pull up the Southland Conference. All right. I think we got that in the whack left, right? Yeah. Stephen F. Austin doesn't play until the very end. <laughs> this yeah. is a great setup for Stephen F. Austin and yeah. Evelyn Christian. I got Stephen F. Austin winning this thing, and my dog would be Sam Houston State. Okay. okay. Which I don't think would happen. I actually think my dog should be Nichols because. I think San Houston State might be able to upset one, but the upset two. So actually, I think I should take. I don't know. Just give me Stephen F. Austin. Give me Stephen F. Austin, straight up. Obviously, I like Lamar coming. Yeah, coming. Lamar uh, Lathan, you're always a fan. Yes, I was. <laughs> He's got a great name. Uh, move, move. Let's go to the. Let's. What? What? what we're almost through this. Sh- this shite. Uh, let's go to the. The where was I at? Oh no, go to the swack. Oh, we have Sunbelt too. Swack. I am going this this conference is the absolute shit conference of this. Hey. <laughs> eat a sandwich and just take a pick. Right. <laughs> uh sure. Give uh, I'm not going chalk here, actually. Fuck going chalk here. Again, this is another conference that I'm going with snacks. Um I'm that wh- fat guy who plays <laughs> for Jackson State. Give me Jackson State. There's something magical about this team that they're doing. Give me Walter Payton went there. I like Jackson State. Well, again, statistically, that's the only uh, way I've witnessed this conference is picking them every. This is to me the conference out of every single conference in college basketball. Yeah, I have the hardest time handicapping. Yeah, Uh, Prairie View and Southern Prairie View is normally a joke, but. Came out of the conference. They actually had a kind of decent year. Yeah. I think Southern, maybe I think Grambling, you know. Yeah. Grambling's in my money play, Southern. <laughs> you know, just keep it uh what is that? The celebration bowl or yeah. something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's go check out. I think we have the whack left, the whack and the sunbelt, I think. All right. All right, the whack. This is an easy play for New Mexico State, because they go every year and win this thing. Um, the dog in this thing, my dog will be, man, I'm going to go Cal Baptist as my dog, Cal Bap in the house, It's a horrible dog. New Mexico state's going to win this conference. Wait, where the fuck is Cal Bap? right there? Oh, there we go. It's Cal Baker, Cal state Bakersfield. Oh yeah. That's the man. Cal Bakersfield. <laughs> Dang, Cal Baptist is in, no, they're in the big, are they in the big West? 
I'm fucking up right here. Got me all confused. I would never in a million years picture Cal Baptist in the fucking NCAA tournament. They can. That would be amazing. They can. New Mexico State is a play. Uh, the rest is who gives a fuck. Uh, yeah, New Mexico State should have beat Auburn last year if they could make three free throws. Um, yeah, who gives a fuck? Let's go to the the Sun Belt and let's let's talk XFL and get get out of here. All right. Do we want to go? Uh, no, we did, we already did that. We one. already went there. Okay. The Big West. I'll say this: uh, for some reason, we couldn't find the bracket. UC Irvine would be the play. Santa Barbara, I know, is up there. Riverside's up there as well. Yeah. Um, Cal Poly. No, not so much. Hawaii, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ir- Irvine, I, I like that. Uh, Riverside. Irvine super. did damage last year too. Yeah. Uh, Sunbelt, yeah, Sunbelt already tipped off, but uh, I don't think we it, uh, we might have talked about it last time. Oh yeah, we did. We, we talked South Alabama. We're good. We're out of here. I want to tell you guys. Actually, we're going to go to talk XFL Week Five, but the college experience is brought to you by Roman. If you were to guess on average, how many days people in the U S have to wait to see a doctor, what would you say? I know what you say. You'd say probably, probably what you'd say probably three or four days, but that you'd be wrong because Americans have to wait 29 days to see a doctor in major U S cities. And if you're dealing with a condition like say erectile dysfunction, which (laughs) you probably are, you just don't (laughs) want to tell, you just don't want to tell anybody you want treatment. ASAP, right? <laughs> That's why our friends at Roman have spent years building a digital platform that can connect you with a doctor licensed in your state, all from the comfort of your own home. Roman makes it convenient to get the treatment you need on your schedule. Just grab the phone or computer, complete a free online visit just saying, Hey, my dick doesn't work. And you'll, you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed physician within 24 hours. And if the doctor decides that treatment is right for you, Roman's pharmacy can ship your medication to you for free. Two day shipping. Let me tell you what. Yeah. No, Colby, I don't know how much you want me to put our info out there, but I think this is nothing too personal here. Colby was more of a preventive measure. He got, he got on the hymns tip, right? You got the hymns. What else is there? There's uh, they, they took, they took, yeah. It's like one of those things of like, well, first I think it started with some samples. But um, it's one of those things where it's like brushing your teeth. Yeah. Why do you brush your teeth, Pat? So you don't get cavities. Well, that too. But also you want your teeth to look like you don't have a fucking deer deer meat stuck in your fucking teeth from a week ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why do you brush your hair? So it doesn't look like shit. So then you throw this hymns up there, keeps your hair on your head. Why am I reading an ad and yet promoting another company? Well, let me tell you... (laughs) Let me tell you why. Cause you went hymns. Yeah. Right. And I'm going to give some free ad- advertisement to our ad Romans. that goes to Romans. Right? Are you rocking Romans? I went Romans. Oh, and guess okay. what? It was a little fucking cheaper. So hymns, sorry if you're listening to this, but Romans was a little cheaper. Now I didn't get the full package. Like you got, um, I already got the full package. <laughs> I got Did the it? biggest package. <laughs> uh, but look, no, I'm just saying this shit fucking worked because 36 hit me like a ton of fucking bricks in terms of the, uh, Holy shit, I'm not a kid anymore yeah. department. And what had been maybe thinning hair was like, whoom, damn near a fucking bald spot appeared on my head. I still had a little fuss there, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. I don't like the way yeah, this is going. Is, storm is coming. <laughs> right, right. I take the hymns. I just hit 90 days, right? Or I'm about to hit 90 days. You take or, the Romans. Yeah, I took the Romans. Yeah. Sorry. It's sorry, a sorry, Roman ad. This is a Roman ad. They're paying ads. us. They're the same fucking thing. It's a great product, though. <laughs> 
and Romans is a little cheaper. So go Romans. It is as easy as they say. I took some fucking pictures of the back of my head, sent it to the doctor yeah. within like, they said, this is a fucking idiot. Yeah, He is bald as fuck. <laughs> they, right, get this guy some pills. The, the doctor took a quick look at your, your fucking head and he goes, this is a head of a fucking uh, idiot. He's a moron. You know Give him, <laughs> we can't help him with that. Prescribe whatever he wants. Right, exactly. <laughs> they send me the fucking pills and I, I shit you not. The hair on my head has 85% grown back after three months and the full results aren't expected to take place from until like six to 10 months. So I'm like Stockton. You're Malone, buddy. I let you know of these things. The science is out there. Why would you neglect That's right. it? You hit me with the assist. We slam dunk it and we both have hair and we both got swinging dicks Bo, and like, we're look. both going to use them all over the field of America. That's right. Before hey. this coronavirus <laughs> takes us down, thank God for Romans. So check out Romans. Uh, let's get, hold on. I want to tell you, you get free two day shipping. You get unlimited, free unlimited follow-ups with your doctor. Anytime you have questions or want to adjust your treatment plan with Roman, there are no commitments and you can cancel anytime. So if you're struggling with ED, go get, uh, get Roman.com backslash SGP for a free online visit and free two day shipping. And that might have to be the next step on that front. Cause I'm sick of having to like go to my like uh low key dealer when I, when I need yeah. a little, when I need a little pop in my game, you know, it's not that it's broken. It's, it's working. Baby. I don't even want to ask who There's the lead in the pencil, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even want to ask who the low key dealer sometimes. is. Uh, I, I, I just want to, that could be a fun fucking story right there. <laughs> I just picture you meeting up with some guy in the park and being like, alley. Hey dude, Dick's not working again. <laughs> you got the stuff. Uh, yeah. Right. He's and definitely a creep. He's definitely like, he's a flasher. He, uh, you he, know what I picture? Huh. I picture that guy that we, we were coat. at the powerhouse in Hollywood before it got all trendy. <laughs> the guy in the trench coat jacket that told me mash changed his life yeah. when he's 60 years old. And why we're like, that we, would be a, uh, a boner pusher. I could just see him having, you know, he had like, trench you gotta coat go on. to it the like doc specter gadget. Right. <laughs> um, go to the real deal. Yes, exactly. Okay. Let's talk. XFL. Patty C we're halfway through the season. I'm going to say it. I know I'm biased. I am really happy with the product. It is great. And for the first time ever this year, the wow cats and the defenders have won at the same time. Wow. So it's a good, Boom. it's a good weekend. A good day for us. Uh, by coastal folk. Yes. But this, this product has fun this weekend. It's tough when you're battling March madness, which I was talking to you pre-episode saying, look, I love the XFL, love the format. Yeah. But they should consider Monday night games next year. Well, in this particular month, which they're going to be battling them greatly for half of their season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's why I suggested they wait till after March madness. No, and no, no, preempt no. the, uh, I don't want to see season. Uh, unless they all played at night. Remember we used to play night football. There yeah. should be a league night football. They should. That would be amazing. NFL outdoors. Call it the NFL night football league. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) Um, Look, yeah, I agree with you. And here's, here's the other thing that I realized. I think there is something to be said about taking advantage of a, the momentum that everyone's still used to football being a weekly thing. And they're not ready to break their habit of watching football every Sunday. DFS wise. It's great because I mean, I, I played a lineup and I watched these games and I recorded them because I didn't watch all of them because there was 300 college basketball games going on. that were fucking awesome. Yeah. So I had loaded up TVs. I'm bouncing around like a goddamn friggin' gazelle. Yeah. Right. I'm just like, I'm, I'm going, Oh, this college. I got t- multiple TVs going. I'm flipping around the other games. I got the, 
the, the iPad playing shit. I don't know what's going Living on. The dream. Right. Yeah. But I keep missing touchdowns in the XFL yeah. and I'm like, man, they should really pull the, you know how the NFL starts? Like they used to start Thursday night, mid season. Yeah. Now I think they do it the whole year. I think they should go mid season Monday night. Actually, no, the whole year they could do Monday night. Cause that's even a light college basketball night. They just need to do Monday nights. Do it. Yeah. Well, how would you do that? Oliver Luck. You, you do one Saturday, uh, two Sunday, one Monday. Or how about this? Next one year, Thursday. you expand and get at least two more teams in there. So you could do two Saturday, two Sunday, one Monday. Problem is, is in March, it's going to be really hard to watch those Saturday games when tons of great college basketball. Here, here's, here's, I, I, I get what you're getting at here, but. I think you should still have the, the option. It's like consistency. When we're putting out this podcast, this is one of the things Colby told me when you're putting down a product like this, consistency is, is key for the consumer. Yes. You know, and I believe in that. Yeah. If you're weekly, if your time slot is consistent, then you, whether they tune in every week or most weeks, they know when you're being a be comedian, it, the, what I feel like the most common thing, every comedian wants to have a podcast, but they'll do it. They'll randomly release it. And yeah. they'll be like, Colby, how, so what's, what's the secret of the podcast? You, you got to fucking stay on par. Yeah. Cause if not, then they're not going to tune. They're going to be like, what the fuck? I haven't they're heard from this guy in three it. weeks. Yeah. And it's, you not, know, they're just going to boom. They check out. Um, so I agree with that. I think you should keep the Saturday, Sunday thing. It, it creates regular viewership and a little change of pace for, even though they aren't going to like suffer compared to college basketball during those, it just builds like the, it's the meat and potatoes games. You can fancy it up on a Thursday night or a Monday night if you want, you mm-hmm. know, but. Okay. So let's get into the action here. Uh, Saturday, the roughnecks battled back to beat the Seattle. I'm going to say one other thing. Okay. I that? think the XFL also not only benefits from, you know, people getting in the habit of uh, watching football in the NFL schedule. I think they also benefit from being people being pissed off at the end of the NFL season, which is often the case. And so boom, there's a little like uh NFL hatred that plays in the XFL's favor at the start of every XFL season. It is. And I think they could keep working on that angle. How about those DC defender fans today with that amazing snake? That was amazing. Of beer cups. Yeah. It was it like, Oliver luck even added in his beer cup. <laughs> he chugged a beer and added Apparently in. Apparently so. How many, yeah. uh, it was like thousands of beer. Dude, cups. That shit was large. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving what they're doing there, but hold on. Let's get the Saturday's games to start off. Yeah. Houston Roughnecks battle back from down double digits, I believe, to the uh, Seattle <laughs> Dragons. Roughnecks, PJ P- Walker, Cam Phillips tore it up again. They're undefeated. Are they going to run the table? They We're halfway s- through the season. Someone's going to catch them. Yeah. I think so. You will not have right? an undefeated first year team in the XFL. Although that would be fun. That would be fun. Okay. Then later in the day, my special of a, I, I called this one on the money line. By the way, I was on the Seattle dragons and the points they did cover for me. I went three and one ATS out of the four XFL games. Nice. But I also gave this money line play of the New York guardians winning at Dallas, which and paid out like two sixty. I think that was nice. Great, great. Uh, they whooped ass in Dallas. Obviously Dallas Landry Jones was out. Yeah. I love that play. Um, I think the guardians, as long as they start Luis Perez are a much better team than most realize they're currently in second place, tied for second place. Was he starting? Did you say Luis yeah. Perez? Yeah. Nice. Um, then you shift over to today's action. The defenders did take down the battle Hawks. living up to the moniker because uh, Seattle was shut down. Yes, that's true. Very true. Okay. But then today the defenders took down the battle Hawks. And the Battlehawks people said, "Hey, 
Defenders benched Cardell Jones, which I actually think was a smart play because uh, Tyree Jackson brings a little different energy. That not calling out the teammates as much. I feel like he's Cardell Jones put a little bit of Matt McGloin mm, of the Guardians. Mm, mm. So, you know what? I think he probably uh, the, his name may have been a bad thing for him. You know, because people are like, all right, here's here's this guy that we all think is uh, Mr. NFL, well, or this will humble him. Yeah, maybe he needs to be humbled. Uh, certainly, uh, starting from scratch would be. I'm sure he didn't like, doesn't like the idea of you know being down in the XFL when he thought he was NFL guy, and uh, now that he's back and then finding out. Dose that he, of real, I'll put it like this: what, what was that bar we used to always drink at in Arlington? There's a bunch. Spider. Spider Kelly's. Was it Spider Kelly's or there was like another one that was Arlington? There's a bunch of shit ass bars. Anyway, Cardell Jones might walk in there with. Uh, Tyree Jackson and the, the hot piece of ass come up to Tyree Jackson and says, Hey, you want to add some beer in my cup? Boom. And Tyree Jackson slams that vagina down. And all of a sudden Cardell, Cardell Jones like has got to sit there and people say, are you security to start showing him his ID? Boom. No, I'm not security, man. Instead of Cardell owning up, right? He's throwing all his <laughs> wingmen under the fucking bus saying, Hey, you didn't help me out. You didn't help me out. And meanwhile, the other quarterback, all the wingmen are fucking hyping him up, gassing and him boom. up. And, he, and the defenders. And guess what? He gets pussy. And because he gets pussy, he helps them all get pussy too. Oh. That, that's your leader. That's your that's alpha. True. You that's know? true. And check us out. The defenders remain undefeated at home, defending the crown of DC and DC football. Then we watched a wild one as the, the Vipers and Jerry Glanville and company had a big lead, big lead on the LA wildcats. Had it disappear. Quite. Josh Johnson yeah. throwing, throwing up for big yards our Wildcats that we have supported from the first game they ever played in Los yes, Angeles. Exactly. From day one. Yeah. Literally all of a sudden our Wildcats are in second place. Ooh. Would you look at this? Nelson LA Spruce. Football. Wait till Nelson Spruce comes back too. Wildcats are doing things. They get it done. Patty C your takes on XFL week five. Well, I'm going to say this. The Vipers are not as bad as their record indicates. I agree. One and four. They are a team that is fi- having trouble figuring out how to fucking and who they are finish the job, you know. But as yeah. te- in terms of a team that can that can play with any other team, yeah, they're right there. Yeah, you know, uh, New York. Whoo, they're flexing. I'm impressed by New Getting York. Stronger by the week. Yeah, I, I I enjoy the fact that Seattle. I mean, St. Louis has come out for uh, its team in fucking mass. You know, but when they hit the road, they struggle a little bit. Yeah, they, I mean, seems to be that that way for most of the XFL. Actually, when you hit the home road, field advantage is except uh, the Houston Roughnecks already in play. Yeah, Houston's just better, um, and they have the coolest helmets. Um, but well, coolest thing going on there. Halfway through the season, do you believe in the XFL? You do you think it can make it? I do. I think it will. I think that uh, you know the ratings are, are probably going to stay about where they are. One thing we talked about pre-episode really bad timing from a uh, coronavirus standpoint that might yeah. fucking terrible. <laughs> that luck. is true. Next week's game in Seattle might not have any people there. Right. Um, LA today was clearly affected. It it was, I did not go because of it. Yeah. I thought, Hey, wait, maybe I should go to this. And I was like, no, uh, coronavirus. Let me just chill out. That and the fact that we would have started the podcast at, at like two, two in, in the morning. morning. Yeah. Uh, Hammered. Right. <laughs> um, let's but, see. Uh, one thing that we also talked about pre-podcast that hadn't occurred, there's two things really, but the first thing is 
the impact that the XFL is having on the Canadian football league. Yeah. A lot of Canadian football players are coming down and, and I was listening to a show where they were saying that, uh, that it's, it CFL is the oldest football league in North America. A lot of people don't know that Unbelievable. Toronto Argonauts have been there forever. Yeah. Um, but they have a problem. A, their tax is really high. They, so they're, they're, most of their players come from America. And when you come into America, they give you a visa or some type of, of work per play type of thing. Yeah. But you can only be a football player. So that means These you don't dudes make that enough aren't money. getting rich playing the and game. You're not in, and here's another thing. Your TV contract is not what the XFL is. So even like look at PJ Walker right now. If he was in the CFL, I don't know that as many people would notice now that everyone's watching. Cause it's on ESPN and ABC every Saturday Yeah, and Fox and it's only going to go up. Yeah. So, uh, it presents a huge problem for the CFL. So Vince McMahon, we sh- we came to the conclusion that you should buy the Canadian football league. Yeah, You have brands that are ancient with, you know, loyalties that go yeah. long before anyone alive was and born. And you conquer some big cities in Vancouver, Montreal, and Toronto. Yeah. And then you can also add, expand into Mexico city and London. And then we have the, like, and then you instantly legitimize the shit out of your product by taking, uh, basically you have like, you have a built-in fan base in Canada. Yeah. That watches their shit. Yeah. And then you talk about America. Is the CFL even up for sale? It's not just come in and make an offer. They can't refuse. Right. Right. If, if that's possible. But if, if what happens over the course of the next few years is that the XFL depletes the shit out of the CFL's talent pool, yeah. you know, and, and uh, you know, makes it a non-competitive situation where, you know, the CFL has always had their place as the secondary league, at least for Canadians, you know, here's one thing that we were talking about that could be very interesting. Yeah. Is everyone says, Hey, the XFL is this three-year deal. Yeah. And then after that, you know, whether he gets ad money or what TV, TV money to come in, he'll base it there. He'll, he'll, he'll review his options then. But Vince one McMahon thing we're talking about. Yeah one, yeah. one thing that we didn't think about was what if he privately sells all the teams? Yeah. Makes it competitive. So he's baking basically for two or three years, making it's like a trial run. And then says, who wants to buy these teams? He's yeah. getting value for these teams. Yeah. He he's, he's creating stability. I can, t- that would kind of, th- I never thought of that. Dude, if you want to like St. Louis, you're telling me right investment. now, someone wouldn't buy St. Louis. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Especially if they can uh, jump to, you know, consistently 30,000. I mean, all 000. the numbers have been somewhat decent. Yeah. New York and LA have been the worst, but I also think New York was kind of a surprise. It was more than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. LA is kind of what I expected. Dude, let, let the, let this become like a, an accepted cultural thing. Yeah. And that's when fan interest jumps to the point where like a city like New York, where they're like, uh, this is, this isn't going to last. This is a small potatoes thing. Yeah. They're not coming out, but there's like, 19 million people in fucking New York or however many it is. Yeah. And you can bet on it. Like let it become a thing. Yeah. And then the stadium will start to get fucking packed. Yeah. You know, let, let Luis Perez keep doing his thing. Yeah. There we go. Hey, and, uh, what is it? XFL. Then another idea that we had talked about was, you know, contrary. And I don't know, uh, you know, I haven't weighed all the pros and cons of this yet, but the, 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 uh, Soccer, you know, foreign soccer, the baseball model without a salary cap, kind of opposite of the NFL. You want to create a, a situation where teams are like bidding. I really feel like fan support is driven up by 
a, a, I hate that, a free market because it, it directly means that the more you invest into your team, the more likely they are to win, you know, that's true, but I don't like it, but it's interesting. Interesting. It would be a, 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 a contrast to the NFL. Okay. Hang on. Let me tell you this college experience is brought to you by B spoke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, you ever got a, a what, what are your favorite box of awesomeness items? Patty C, huh? Is it, is it perhaps that Romans that you're getting, huh? Who knows? But this winter start a new routine and upgrade your everyday life with a monthly box of awesomeness from Bespoke post Bespoke po- Bespoke dude. Try that bespoke? one again. Bespoke. Oh, cause oh, I'm fucking this thing up. Um, um, did I say bespoke before? Something of that variety. Is it best spoke? I think I don't fucking know. This is the college experience. Yeah. We don't know what the All fuck right, we're look. talking about. Uh, let's, uh, what, what is it? B E, but what the S is, is capitalized. So it's B capital B small E capital S P O K E bespoke bespoke. I'm going to guess it sounds about right. Bespoke. Well, what did I say to open this thing up? Best spoke. Best spoke. I fucked it all up. How about this? Bespoke posts. I love how this, and, and it's not capitalized here. Posts, uh, sends guys only the best stuff every month. So whether you're looking to, uh, you know, Kramer, Kramer an occasion with the champagne. <laughs> <laughs> The level of confusion on Colby's I'm just trying to get myself I misspelled, I mispronounced the whole fucking thing to start, but it's confusing because I don't think, you know, look, let me uh, bespoke. Yeah, what is, I mean, look, it's a good site. (laughs) (laughs) It's got your box of awesomeness that you're looking for. Oh, okay. Look, uh, <laughs> stop making me laugh. Let me focus. Let me focus here. Let me pull this thing out of here. Look, uh, box of awesomeness has you covered right from, uh, from style and grooming goods to, uh, you know, cooking tools, outdoor gear, awesome, manly shit. Box of awesomeness has carefully built collections for every part of your life. Uh, you know, to get started, take the quiz at box of awesomeness.com. Your answers will help them pick the right box of awesomeness for you. They release <laughs> that's making me laugh. They release new boxes every month. You're kind of rescuing this thing a little <laughs> bit across, Keep going. across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up and you can, you can skip a month or uh, cancel anytime. Each box costs uh, 45 bucks but has uh, over $70 worth of gear inside. All right. So get 20% off your first uh, monthly box. When you sign up at box and enter the code SGP at checkout, that's box code SGP well, for 20% off uh, your, your first box. Pretty much every box I've ever got uh, my hands on or in has been a box of awesomeness. So and- it's bespoke. <laughs> I don't know what the I'm fuck. I'm still you wondering. Are. What do you? Are you 100 percent sure? I on have that? no idea what bespoke or boxes offices. 
yeah, but it's great. I, I re- highly recommend trying this out. <laughs> I haven't had enough alcohol for this to <laughs> for this to be okay. as hard to fucking pronounce as. Jeez. It? Um, I hope you enjoyed that little bit, fans, because that is what we call comedy gold. <laughs> It's um, also what we call morons. morons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, There's a less politically. Uh, oh, I don't know what what's the going, on. going on. Mute that shit. Um. Anyway, XFL. Anything else you want to say? Uh, you I, like I, the product. I like we the product. I'm interested to see what's happening in that Eastern Conference. Uh, St. Louis, D.C., New York. A lot of uh, comp- uh, parody there. Interested for the second half of the season. To DC's see how this already thing... beaten New York and St. Louis. Although they will both be seeing each other again. Yeah. So second yeah. half of the season looming large. And uh, it's been a fun first half so far. And uh, I'm enjoying the product. So we'll see where this goes. There we go, guys. Uh, college basketball, March Madness. Buckle up. Picks Daily picks will be out on, on uh, sportsgalingpodcast.com and our conference NC Nick has already released an ACC conference preview at sportsgettingpodcast.com. He's also going to do a couple of other conferences like the Big East. Got that coming. And he's going to cover the SEC. And uh, we will have other articles up in the next uh, few days about the Big 12, Pac 12, and uh, Big 10. So check us out at sportsgettingpodcast.com. Like I said, we pick our daily picks, we post our daily picks every single day, every Division I college basketball and college football game, locks included. Uh, so check us out. I think you will dig it. We've normally been very successful at this, although we had a horrible weekend this weekend. So this is the college experience. My name is uh, Colby Dant. He is Patty C. Now you can find the college experience on all platforms. Write us an, a good review. We'd appreciate it. You can find the sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at the SGP network. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. You can find me on Twitter at the Colby D Patty C. Any last words? Uh, let's rock, baby. It's finally, it's finally here. There let's we enjoy go. the ride. Hey, when, you're going to Vegas. Oh yeah. It's happening soon. You can still do this. I'm contemplating Vegas soon. You can still do this, pal. I have to uh, take off work uh, at a pretty critical juncture in the job situation, but son of a, I may, right. uh, may man up here. So Vegas is, uh, rethink your ink and let me know. There we go. All right. He's Patty C. I am pick Dundee. This is the college experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we out. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.